Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and guess what? You guys are listening to The Jim Bob Show. Hey, this is Wayne Larrabee, and you're listening to Roar on WGN. Hey, this is Jim McMahon, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. I had to pop a beer for this one. Hello, boy. Yeah. Hey, this is Brian Urlacher, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. That's awesome. Oh, that's then, it. How about one? This is Brian Urlacher. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I the best. That <laughs> Half the coaches in the league. The Mondays were the worst. And that's when you really got tested, when you came off a tough loss. You got into the office on Monday. You found out two more players were hurt. You didn't realize the sky's always fallen in the NFL on Mondays. Chicago's been a great sports town. They're hungry for people that play hard. And if you play hard and win, they love you forever. 720 WGN, high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and on great stations around the country. It is the Jim Bob Show, game day edition. And Jim Bob, this is the time of year that all teams hope that they are a part of. A lot of them are going to be playing. More of them are going to be watching from the outside. Listeners, viewers, fans are excited. Yeah, it is. You know, it's super wild card weekend. I'm going to make it really easy for everybody. Here's the way to do your brackets for the Super Bowl. Ravens versus 49ers. Work it backwards. <laughs> so, but no, in, in all fairness, let's go down some of these great games. I mean, I'll tell you what. The Browns at the Texans, okay? The Browns 11-6 going to Texans. One of the most surprising teams in the NFL from, from my standpoint. The Browns, Joe Flacco, Amari Cooper. They lost who I thought was one of the greatest running backs in the NFL, Nick Chubb. That game starts on Saturday, and and C.J. Stroud, who's going to definitely be Offensive Rookie of the Year this year, what a surprise those guys were and everything. But I will tell you, that Browns defense is one of the best defense in the entire league. I I will tell you, I wouldn't want to go up against them. So a big shout-out to the Houston Texans, but that Browns defense makes Cleveland a legitimate run. Cleveland's going to win that game, and they move on. And then that win... The Browns get to play the Ravens, and uh, I think that's going to be a heck of a game. According to you, Jim Bob, that'll be the end of the Browns' season, sort of a magical season. Do you think, and so this and the fans are knowing this, and obviously is that there's only one team that gets the home field advantage, get, that gets the bye right throughout the playoffs. Are there teams out there that are road teams that are road game proof, that that it really doesn't matter where they play? They're either a team of destiny or on such a roll they can win anywhere. Well, the Dallas Cowboys at home uh, seem to be undefeatable. Now, on the road, that's their kryptonite. You know, so going through Dallas is going to be tough. You know, the the Packers are, are going to find out about that game pretty quick. But it's a good point. But, you know, I think that, you know, the, the two teams that the Ravens, I think, would have a lot of trouble with, you know, the Browns defense is great. And, you know, they're going to go up against the Bills in that AFC championship game, because, uh, you know, I've got, I've got the chiefs to beat the dolphins and I've got uh, the bills to beat the Steelers. And then the chiefs got to go up to Baltimore and play and play that chance to get into the AFC championship game. And, and I think the bills, you know, they're, they're six straight games after they fired Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, and uh, they brought in Joe Brady, who was quarterback coach. These offices. They've won six games, and, and they've been impressive wins. The Bills look like a team that's getting their, their playoff swagger on, and 
Uh, I think the Bills are going to be tough to beat at at home. I really do. And the Ravens-Bills matchup in the AFC Championship, in my mind, is going to be a, a, a great game. But, you know, we got some games. You know, we got we to gotta give people the, the backstory on these things. And so we talked a little bit about those Browns, you know, People don't realize, but Joe Flacco is tied with Tom Brady for the for the most road playoff wins by a starting quarterback in NFL history. He's got seven of them. So the Browns are definitely going to win at Texas, in my mind. They're two and a half point favorites, and and that's gonna that's gonna happen. And so uh, bringing Joe Flacco in here yet late in the season, I will tell you, if the Browns had Nick Chubb, one of the greatest <laughs> uh, running backs in the league this year. I'd say that the Browns had a real shot of making a run for the Super Bowl. But their running game, which is still pretty good, but if they had Nick Chubb, they, they could really give the Ravens a, a difficult time in, in, the, in that game that they'll be doing next week. <laughs> Jim, when it comes to Joe Flacco, this is a guy that, you know, a great quarterback, a franchise quarterback for the won a Super Bowl. He's that kind of guy, obviously demonstrating he still has what it takes to lead a team to win – when you have these quarterbacks that come back, that have all that experience and come back and can lead a team, another team, like a Kurt Warner comes to mind, right, with the Arizona Cardinals after his Rams days were done. What do you think about that? Does he get nervous or does he say, I've been here, I've done this, and I can do it again? Yeah, they've always got both sides of that. I mean, I think everybody, I, I don't care, even Tom Brady, you know, you get up for every one of those championship games or those games that are in the playoffs. But, you know, you've got the experience, how to handle those emotions and and how to keep everything in check and uh, in control. And, and you can really, you know, compartmentalize all those things. The more you experience it, the easier it is. I mean, you know, we've got friends that when we get on the show, they're kind of like, uh, uh. Uh, they get, you know, but me, if we're talking to them at the pub, I mean, my God, they, they know everything. And I mean, after that third beer, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ask you when we got, so on Sunday coming up, we've got two teams that vie not only, you know, for victory, great histories, whatever, but for the title of America's team, right? The Dallas Cowboys feel like they are certainly fans around the country. The Green Bay Packers, the same time vying for that title of America's team. And this is a team that obviously you played for. We've been close to. We've covered lots of fans in the Midwest, lots of fans in Illinois of the Green Bay Packers. Did they feel like in the locker room that they have overachieved this year? It's already a great season and everything else is gravy. Does that mean that there's almost no pressure on them, right? I think win or lose, it's been a great year. Do you think that they have what it takes to surprise the Cowboys? Well, here's the deal. When you look at Dak Prescott and, you know, with his six starts with Dallas and, you know, when we talk about when you when you're talking like betting things and you, you do, you know, use the term ATS, which means against the spread. When you look at Zach Prescott being 0-4 against the spread at home or or 1-5 in his playoff starts with the Cowboys, that means that it's going to be less than seven and a half points. So if it's less than seven and a half points and he has historically shown that he can't cover against the spread, and there's obviously some losses in those one and fives against the ATS. So I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think that there's going to be some material up. They're going to put that up on, on the boards and say, hey, listen, you know, we got a legitimate chance. Let's not worry about that we're the youngest team in the NFL I think this is going to be a game that's that's going to be a, a three-point game, a four-point wow. game. Okay. And if that's the case, 
it can be anybody's ball game there at, at Dallas at the end. That's how it goes. I, I think the Cowboys have played so incredibly well at home this year, despite whatever Dak Prescott's uh, ATS is at home against. Uh, but I think that. You know, this game's going to be an interesting game to watch because you've got one of the, the youngest teams, the youngest team in, in the NFL, in the history of the NFL going to the playoffs. That's what's kind of cool about it. we get to see how they react to it. So much young talent, right? And so many young receivers in there. you got Aaron Jones playing well. You've got people trying to make their mark. And you mentioned it, the inexperience, Jim Bob. They may not know that they can't win this game. They've won a couple big ones, whether it's the Lions, whether it's the Chiefs throughout the course of the season. And if we get towards game time and you hear the tick, 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 and you know what that is, it's the time bomb, the internal self-destructive time bomb that you predicted for the Cowboys. It's going to happen. Is it going to happen this Sunday? Maybe next Sunday. Oh, no, I said the Cowboys <laughs> would play great. They play great at home, and then when you get to the playoffs, you know, you know <laughs> McCarthy will figure out a way. I mean, you know, the Cowboys, for all intents and purposes, should win against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they should win. I mean, everybody's got the Cowboys beating them, and then Dallas will have to play the winner of the, the Rams-Lions game, which I got to tell you, I think that's going to be the Rams. And so, uh, really, uh, the Cowboys—they're probably going to play the Buccaneers. I guess you know the Cowboys will will play the winner of the the Eagles Buccaneers games. And there's nothing that you know there's nothing that tells me that the Eagles are going to go into Tampa and win that game. You've been saying because, that for a while now that the Eagles are beat up. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys administered physically, some of physically that. Physically beat up. <laughs> they psychologically. Listen, oh. Jalen Hurts has got he. Hey, <laughs> listen. I've dislocated a bunch of different joints: shoulders, ankles, knees. You know, fingers. And I'm telling you what: you dislocate your uh, middle finger on your throwing hand. I think it's going to impact the way Hurts plays. And then you've got. You got A.J. Brown, but, uh, you know, he was lipping off the field for the Eagles. I just think the Eagles are really beat up. So I think the Buccaneers take that game. And then that means the Bucks play the Cowboys. And uh, that'll be a great game. Again, one, the Cowboys should win. But like I said, the Cowboys don't get past the 49ers this year. I mean, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the 49ers are too good. And you talk about those Eagles and their chances to get back to the Super Bowl. When you introduce Jalen Hurts at the press conference and all he says is, Yes, right. You know, well, <laughs> because he hurts. That's a that's yeah, a problem. You know, Todd Bowles, the head coach of the Bucks, he blitzes a lot. Okay, and Jalen Hurts does not play well against the blitz. I think he's like the twenty first or twenty second rated quarterback on completion attempts against the blitz. So I can tell you the Buccaneers blitz. I think they're the, the second or third most blitzing defensive team in the NFL. So the blitz is going to determine this game. I don't think, uh, you know, Jalen, he's always struggled with the blitz. They don't have enough quick releases set up in that, in that offense. I look for that game plan for the Eagles to change. But, you know, another thing people don't realize is that you know, you had two coaches. You had Shane Stickland, who who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles last year, and you had Jonathan Gannon, who went to the Arizona Cardinals, both head coaches. Those guys left, and, you know, the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles coach, uh, Nick Sirianni, I mean, after they won in Kansas City, he was so lippy as he's going through the tunnel going, hey, how you like that now, Chiefs fans? That stuff never comes back to 
to basically placate anything. It's just karma, bro. Oh. So you want to talk all that smack, believing the feels like that, and then it comes back to get you. This is the karma coming back, and and I think losing those uh, losing that offensive quarter defense carrier last year has is really hurt Philadelphia down the stretch. Plus, like I said, they're just beat up physically and psychologically. Talk about coaches coming in, coaches coming out. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we come back. On the Jim Bob Show Game Day Edition, we're going to talk a little bit about maybe coaches that should have been gone or maybe, I guess, the Chicago Bears or changes and some of the things that they could be doing or just how they're feeling as they head into yet another sort of Groundhog Day off season. Got a draft pick, don't know what to do with it. Who knows? We'll talk about that. Plus, two big coaches, the hugest, maybe the greatest of all time for their eras. You've got Nick Saban, you got Bill Belichick. They are gone. We're going to talk about all that with Jim Bob when we come back. It's the Jim Bob Show Game Day Edition. 